Hi, this is Chelsea Hallow, and you're listening to Foot of the Cross. Welcome. Uh, listen, first of all, I want to send out a big Thanksgiving to all of my listeners, to all of my family, to all of my friends, etc. I put up a post up today saying to everybody that I love, friends, family, whoever is out there listening or that can read my post, that I send my love all to you. Wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I want you to know that I am thankful for all of those who are alive and well and sober today. And I ask them to pass it along and share it with somebody who's lost someone to drugs or someone who is alive and made it through their battle with drugs and now are going through sobriety. Because I am thankful. I am thankful. The struggle is real, you guys. And I am here with all of you to fight. One day at a time. One hour at a time. One minute at a time. And sometimes even one second at a time. It can be that bad. Unless you've been through it. You don't 100% know what it feels like to go through withdrawals, to finally accept that you're an addict, to be able to admit that you are addicted to a substance and that you need help. To ask for help is one of the biggest parts of being able to move forward. Remember when I first told my family and came out and admitted to them? I had a buddy with me, and believe it or not, that same day, we went over to his house and told his parents that he was an alcoholic because he needed me there as well. I was 16, and he was in his early 20s, and... I was more nervous for him, believe it or not. You know, I have seen so many alcoholics go into recovery or come out and admit it. I mean, just to admit it is hard enough. And now you got to take those next steps and say, okay, now what? Admitting is number one. Asking for help is number two. Three, finding the help that you need. Four, getting to where you need to be. And five, recovery. Six, joining the world again. Sober. Those are the six steps to me that are the biggest out of what they call the 12 steps out there. And those steps to me are the ones that I truly had to focus on for myself. Rehab wasn't for me. As any of my listeners, you know, that Teen Challenge is one 
of the only places that I went to that was even close to any kind of drug rehabilitation center. And let's just say Teen Challenge is basically for whoever. If you're bulimic, anorexic, drug problem, living on the streets, addicted to living on the streets, um, addicted to food, <laughs> lost and uh, on a journey to find God. Any of those things in Teen Challenge welcomes, and it sounds great, but because it was for all those things, they didn't have immediate assistance for me personally, if that makes sense to you, okay? I chose that place because I didn't want to go to some worldly place or join the, what I call, an occult. I'm not for AA. I give people a heads up and tell them that it's available, you know, if they're just trying to get sober and they're not talking about God and stuff at first. You know, I do point them in that direction but it's not in my 10 top choices at all to join AA it's like they got their own bible or something you know and that's not something that I will ever be for I don't know what your Thanksgiving is like I don't know if you're alone like me which I'm just gonna let you know right now I am far from alone I've got God in my life. I've got wonderful friends that love me. I've got a wonderful family that loves me. They are enjoying my son's, well, let's just say my son is enjoying his pre-birthday present because he turned 16 in December. And so he was able to combine that with Thanksgiving and go up to Tennessee with the rest of my family, my brother, my mom, my dad. And uh, they went to Chattanooga and Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and they're having a blast. So I want to give them a shout out. Mama loves you. Do not even trip and feel guilty at all that I'm not with you. There's going to be plenty more trips. And this gives you a chance to have more of a guy thing with your uncle. You're turning 16. You don't need mama to hold your hand every step of the way. And me and your sister are just fine. (laughs) She's got a boyfriend and his family to celebrate with this year. And I'm thankful for that because I'm able to handle some business here at home that needs to get dealt with. So... Everybody, please keep my family in your prayers and thank the Lord that they make it all, that they all make it back to me safely, healthy, and in one piece. (laughs) Each of them, right? (laughs) All right. So, let's get to some of the bottom lines here, all right? Our world has turned upside down. 
in the last couple of years. That's not just my world. That's not just your world. That's everybody's world. And if you haven't noticed it, well, I don't know where you've been. You must have been staying up in Mars or something. If you have not come to this realization yet, what they are doing politically to oversee and try to manage, you know, what blames the presidency takes and what blames they don't and who else can they point fingers at to make it somebody else's fault, whether it's this, that, or the other. It is the time to pray for our country hard because our country, folks, is not caring for us, especially as godly people. And that goes for women and men. This president, you know, because of one DUI, I cannot vote. And it's a shame. You know what's crazy is that they allowed illegal votes to take place in this last election, and yet... I can't go vote with a DUI on my record. Are you serious? One that I paid $2,200 in attorney fines and stuff and got on color code and all that. And not only that, but it was for a legal prescription. You know? It was raining outside. And according to him, I was in the wrong lane when I wasn't. (laughs) But that was just his bogus excuse for pulling me over. And my point is that knowing that so many people put in illegal votes and then I can't go out there and put in my own, it just angers me. It truly, come on, kitty, kitty. It truly, truly angers me that I can't be part of the solution, that they got to make me part of the problem and holding back our country from getting the president that we should have. Right now, he is doing a sloppy job. And if you want to know the truth, he's been doing a sloppy job since day one. Why do you think they called him Sleepy Joe for, huh? All these younger people around him are having to do all his work for him. When he speaks, you feel like he might not be able to make it to the next sentence sometimes. I mean, come on, am I wrong? Can you honestly say that I'm wrong here? So, what are you thankful for? Because I'm going to tell you something. Right now, I am just thankful for the fact that my daughter is actually able to continue going to school. This is her senior year. This is her time, her moment, her time to shine, her time to prove to herself that she can graduate and go to college and choose a college that she wants to go to. Every year right now is precious when it comes to education. So I I truly hope that you stand with me and have faith against COVID and keep your kids in school. Don't take them out of school. Don't take away any more than they've already had taken away from them. 
since the whole beginning of COVID-19. If you have specific reasons, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, anything like that, that is between you, your God, and your family. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. All I'm saying is, don't take them out of school because you're scared that your little ones might get sick. They're the ones that are fighting this better than anybody. And education is still so important today. And, uh, yes, yes. I'm not going to lie, it frustrated me seeing people rise up to the top so fast at 17, 18, 19 because of, you know, layouts like, or, or platforms like YouTube and Netflix even. For the people that do documentaries out there. They have done a documentary on everything, anything that they could think of, because they knew that people would be home. What can we do to make some money? All these people out there selling makeup and sending it to their houses. Smart idea, but they've made it impossible for you to cancel the memberships. You know what I'm saying? Not a good business move on their part. Money-wise, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that they're going to have to deal with some uh, legal issues later on down the line when they start asking for money for makeup that they kept sending when the person was trying to get out of their contract, you know? Anyway, that's just a small little thing that I'm talking about right now. And then you got the clothes, you know, with the mask sewn into it. That was, uh, anyone that's, you know, making those clothes and selling them, that's very smart right now. Target's paying 15 to 17 an hour here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Then you've got, uh, places like McDonald's starting at 10 to 13 an hour. Places like Taco Bell starting at 15, 16 an hour. It's insane. The government is still giving people more and more reasons to not work. Why in the world would anyone want to go out and get a job when they can just sit at home and keep getting all these checks and stuff, you know? I got screwed over by that, by the way. Alright, I've got an ex-husband out there, and (laughs) I kept getting letters saying that I received a check, you know, in mine and his name, because they thought we were still married, and apparently I received like two or three checks, money that I haven't seen a single dime of, so apparently it either went to him or neither one of us got it. But all it would take was him, you know, and his ID to be able to get that money. So, with drug problems on the horizon and everything, I never heard a word back about that. Must be nice, you know, for everybody out there. It's just, what are we going to do 
excuse me, for a brighter tomorrow. I mean, this is the world that we're going to be expecting our children to grow up in, you know? It's scary watching all these adults either not have a job because they lost it during COVID or lost a career during COVID or lost a business during COVID to now the government's making it so comfortable that people don't want to go back to work. Why do you think that is? Why? Well, my personal opinion, and I don't think I stand alone in this, is that the government wants to control us as much as they can. And as long as they're the ones that has the money, the food, the expenses, even the roof over your head, they're going to get you to be able to bow down to them at a second notice. Right there, right now. Anytime that they need you, you're going to be at the front lines because they've made it impossible to not need them. And that is their goal. They want us to have to sit back and wait for them to jump and then for us to say how high. Is that the kind of country you want to be living in? Everyone's been marching for freedom. We had freedom. And now every day I'm watching it get taken away more and more all the time. I am going to go ahead and say something. I am not a racist. I am not a racist. But I I know for a fact, though, that the chaos between blacks and whites was merely created to throw fights out there for Americans to be against each other. They want us to have a battle. An invisible war started here. We need to listen up. We need to start truly paying attention. You really think that racism has been so bad that it was enough for black lives to be created and for all those businesses to get burned down. I mean, come on, wake up. Most of the people that threw stones at businesses and stuff were white people. And supposedly fighting for the blacks when doing it. What are you really wanting when you throw that stone? When you burn down that business? What are you asking for? Freedom? You had that. What are you asking for? The right to go in any bathroom? You had that. The right to eat at any establishment? You had that too. The right to be heard? You had that too. If you don't think you can't at least run for presidency, come on, where's your head? They wanted to give us a war 
An invisible war, and boy, did we get one. Politics loves being able to take credit for taking a problem that Americans have and saying, look, I fixed it for you. Now run for me. When Obama was running for president, it was perfect timing. All the blacks thought that he would rise up and be the solution to all of their problems that they have today that they want to shut down. And what did he do? He created a huge mess. And he left the next president with that mess and said, here, clean it up. And then Obama, you know, showing those, (laughs) when they showed those cages and stuff, I'm like, look, (laughs) if anybody's using those actual cages and throwing those kids in there, it's not my people. It's not the, it's definitely not the right people. I mean, (laughs) let me hear anybody say that it was a Christian Republican putting kids in cages for coming across the border into America because it wasn't. All the searches I did, and I was able to see a picture of one cage. How many invisible wars is it going to take for us to all finally wake up and say, you know, maybe maybe there's just so much that we're not seeing here. Maybe there's so much that we choose to believe so that we can feel like we're fixing a problem. Only thing that could help us now is if we come together through God. Not this New World Order business, man. The New World Order totally created by people that are not ever going to be a Christian or claim that Jesus Christ was a man or claim that the Bible is the good book and that the Bible is real and true and it's certainly not people that's going to ever worship God One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. When it comes to politics, I see one for all and all for one. It is the most selfish system there will ever be. The same system 
that built a nation under God is going to be the same system that turns around and hangs Christians in the streets. Yes, I'm sure that the KKK still exists out there somewhere. (laughs) But this is how much it exists. I don't ever see it. I don't ever see hangings. I don't ever see shootings. And you can say, well, (laughs) maybe you didn't grow up in the wrong parts. You bet your butt I lived in the nicer places if I could. Because that's just realism right there. The less fortunate you are, the less it's, the least good it's going to do in your life, the more situations that you're going to be put in where you see crime, drugs, I mean, come on. That's just a fact, okay? And they're making it harder, even for middle class like me, who wants to eat more healthier, you know? You think I can go in the grocery store and afford all those fruits and vegetables and stuff all the time? No! The stuff that's good for us to eat, the prices are going up. Every minute it feels like gas prices right now, (laughs) nicotine prices right now. I only smoke vape, but still, I'm just saying, and I am not for people smoking cigarettes, so don't get me wrong, I'm just making a point. Milk prices right now, and it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. need to seriously take a step back and realize the people that you are lifting up. See them for who they truly are, man. It's time. It is time to blow their covers. I am sorry for all the lies that we've been told. I am so sorry, all the messes that we have been buying into. I almost bought into it. I'm like, we've got to do something, man. This cannot continue on. Yes, there are bad cops out there. Absolutely, 100%. If those people were with me right now, I would name them by name and tell you all the people I know for a fact that certain cops went into their house, put drugs in there, and then later on busted them for it and arrested them. That's a dirty cop. I can give you the name of a cop right now who scared a 17-year-old girl so bad that she wore a wire after her first time of ever doing ecstasy. I mean, it was her first time. She was doing ecstasy, she was 17 years old. 
and they made her think that they were going to put drugs in her parents' house and own her and her entire family within a week, have them all arrested and in the government's hands before the week was up, all because of her. So she felt like the entire world was on her shoulders and now she's dead. Why? because they knew that the amount she was asking for for that second time was not legit. It wasn't real. There had to have been a reason why she was asking for so many. They picked up on it right away. They were not stupid. So they took her out of the area where she was actually supposed to meet them. Chopped her head off right there. After taking her out of range where the cops couldn't listen into the conversation and they found her dead about 28 miles away from where I live. And I live in a very nice area. I am sorry and I hate it so much. The blacks getting done dirty by certain cops out there. There, it, it's, there's a lot more to that. There's a lot of people in general getting done dirty by certain cops out there. And then there's good cops. But you know what? In every job out there, there's good and there's bad. But all in all, overall, man, blacks have risen and have gained so much. And now you're saying, enough's enough, we're not taking any more of what? Taking more of what? Because all you're doing is giving them more control, more power. The government that those police fight for every day, work for every day, get paid to and from every day. I mean, that's their boss. So the people that you're going after and the people that you're fighting for, they work together. (laughs) the only thing you're doing is causing trouble for all of us Americans that have to live in the same country together I have heard so many Americans talk about leaving this country for so many reasons and it's sad it is sad when somebody talks about getting out of America. My family's alive today. I am alive today and for that I am grateful. I have not seen anyone up close and personal yet suffer from COVID-19 and I thank you in the name of Jesus that I don't but I do have family that have 
that I am so sorry. And I continue to pray for the fight against COVID every day. Whoever's fault out, it was out there that that stuff got released. I mean, my goodness. And <laughs> that all on its own, the timing of it and the timing for that vaccine to come out, if y'all don't think that, that wasn't a coincidence, all of it, the presidency, the boats, COVID, all of it together. These aren't conspiracies anymore. You can click the channel on the television a couple of times and you will see it right there in your face. And what's even sadder is, seriously, these wars that us Americans are making up against each other, they're not making them up. They're coming from somewhere, from the wrong places, and that's what I'm here to tell you, okay? You know? You can't trust not just what you see on the internet, but what you're seeing on your own television. Even on your favorite news channel, news station, you don't know which news is real and which news isn't. Step up. Grab on to God. Start praying. Start praying for our country. And like I have been telling my family, it's family first. If you can't sit down at the breakfast table and look around you and know that the people right there, right now, at that breakfast table, is going to heaven and they don't, you don't know where their hearts are at. You are not doing your job and you don't have the right to walk out that door and go help anybody out. Fix what you got at home first and then go help a brother or sister out, okay? Go help a fellow American. Get right with God. Get your family right with God first. And then go preach it on the street. I see so many people go out there and tell other families what they need to be doing, what God they need to be worshiping, what Bible they need to be reading, and then they're not doing it in their own home. Gotta get your own family right first before you can help another out. It says it right there in the good book. But again, I am thankful to be alive today, Father God. I thank you for all my friends and family that I know that are getting sober, that are getting right with God, and that are trying to turn their life around for the better. Because now it's a better time than any. We're getting closer and closer to the time of God's return. Of your son, Jesus Christ's return. And I'm getting excited with my moms. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. Thank you, God. We love you so much. I ask, Father God, that 
You stay close and keep it real with us, Father God. Help us to become better people, to be genuinely nice to each other. Help us to be considerate toward each other, to be polite. To grow up and realize that love is what it's all about. Not hate, not drama, not all that talk on the street or stabbing a brother or sister in in their backs. I mean, come on. It's not why God put us here. So rise up, take a stand, and show love towards your brothers and sisters in Christ. Pray for the ones that don't have Christ in their life. Enjoy your Thanksgiving today. Enjoy your family. Be grateful to be alive today. Thank the good Lord that we are still Americans and that we are still free. And pray what this nation needs to do while we are still free. You hear me? Thank you for listening to Foot of the Cross. Till next time, happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. Good night.